Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's beginning to feel like Christmas. It's beginning to sound like Christmas. It's beginning to smell like Christmas. And if you're going to the right places, hint, hint, Starbucks, it's beginning to taste like Christmas. We hope you are doing your part and spreading the joy of Christmas. I want you to be on the nice list this year because I just have to believe everyone in April's army has been extra good this year. So what's your favorite Christmas song? Mine is Oh Holy Night and Mary Did You Know. I know that's two, but anytime I hear those two songs, I just close my eyes and feel like I'm in the city of Bethlehem and I can hear the buzz surrounding the birth of Jesus. I was in the City of Angels this week and it was my first time being there during the holidays. I didn't get any snow, but I sure did feel the Christmas magic. I love seeing the Christmas lights and LA had no shortage of lights for me to admire. I feel as if people are really taking the time to enjoy the season after having been inside for the past two years. As a matter of fact, we should all make this Christmas one to remember. Life is fleeting, and the only season we can be absolutely sure of is the one we are currently experiencing. So if you haven't made plans yet, make some. You don't have to spend a lot of money to enjoy the holidays. You just need to surround yourself with goodness and make sure there's enough joy to go around. Those are the best celebrations. So here's my confession. I said I wasn't going to indulge in sweet treats until the week of Christmas. I broke my own rules. Too many events have had me craving into cravings. And while I wouldn't call it gluttony, I've had to do a few extra crunches. Here's my conviction. It's actually my confession from last week. I still haven't done any Christmas shopping. This is insanity and so unlike me. I never wait until the last minute. I usually complete my shopping before December even gets here. It's like someone has invaded my body and paid for an extended stay. Please, someone come and help me. What conversations are you all having? We are preparing for what will no doubt be a week of joy, but also a week of sorrow. We are still navigating our way through the season of an in-between without my sister. And while we celebrate Jesus without equivocation, we miss celebrating as a family unit. But above all else, we thank God for another day, another week, and another season to celebrate the miracle of the birth of Jesus Christ. We are also discussing Blankets and Breakfast, which will take place on next Friday, December 23rd. We were able to bless so many during our Thanksgiving volunteer effort. 
We look forward to serving God's people once again prior to the Christmas holiday. We would love your partnership, either in deed, in donation, and especially in prayer. Don't hesitate to contact me if you would like to partner. We would love to have you. Our service efforts are a part of our productivity, even in the midst of our in-between seasons. I believe that giving back has contributed to the reason why being in between has felt more like progress lately. Last week, we discussed best practices for those in between seasons, being attentive, being productive, and being courageous. However, no one desires to be in between or stuck forever. It is not our personal desire, nor is it God's desire. So how exactly do you move from being stuck to soaring? We always believe that this time of year brings celebration, but it also brings evaluation. We've held on to one of the things our friend and previous guest, Reverend Matthew Jenkins, said last year. Your year changes when your mindset changes. If you're determined to go into 2023 with the same mindset that you've had all of 2022, then chances are nothing will be different for you. We have literally experienced a pandemic that lasted two and a half years. And while it is not completely over, it is at least passing. How many of you are still existing as if we are still in the height of the pandemic? Our lives had to change dramatically in order to exist in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. But now we must change again in order to readjust to life after the pandemic. Does this mean we go back to how we were living before the pandemic? Of course not. Why would we regress? But if we aren't taking the opportunity to be better and to do better, then what would have been the purpose of the pandemic anyway? You lived through it. You made it through the entire ordeal. At the end of 2020, things looked bleak. At the end of 2021, things still look bleak. Now, at the end of 2022, what is, I need to start, say that sentence over, sorry. And you don't have to change it, I'm just telling you. I'm stopping right there. Okay. Now, at the end of 2022, what is your outlook? If you're feeling stuck, what are you doing to actively get unstuck? You've heard me talk about my family before and how close we are and how big my family is. The fortunate thing about having a large family is that everyone had a comrade. I had two in the persons of my cousins, Sean and Alex. I was the only girl in the group and we were more like siblings than cousins. We did everything together and we knew everything about each other. Now that we're older, we're still close and we are similar in what matters, but we're also very different. My cousin Alex is a fitness guru. He likes to exercise two or three times a day. He's what you would call obsessed. Don't worry, I'm not talking about him. I've told him this many times. My cousin Sean is a track coach, but actually just started working out. I like fitness, but I'm a walker, not really a gym rat. However, we all understand that to get from one place to the next, whether that's 100 meters, five miles, or going from lifting 50 pounds to lifting 200 pounds, movement has to occur. The same goes for you. 
If you want to go from stuck to soaring, there has to be progress and there has to be movement. One of the most quoted scriptures in the Bible is Psalm 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. One of the most misinterpreted scriptures in the Bible is also Psalm 46 and 10. The psalmist is urging the reader to realize even in the midst of turmoil or uncertainty, if you stop and remember who God is, you will also remember God is above your turmoil. He reigns over your distress. He is a constant help in the midst of your trouble. Don't let what is happening around you make you forget who is within you or above you. Be still and take inventory of the God you serve. Be still and remember where your power lies. Be still and regain your focus. However, people often believe the verse simply means do nothing and wait for God to respond. There are instances where we are able to watch God fight our battles, but in seasons where we feel we are simply stuck as if we have failure to launch, those are not permission slips to sit idly by and just watch. If you want to soar and actually get to the next level, you must take an active role in your destiny and in your destination. As you evaluate where you are and who you are right now, you must also reflect upon where you want to be and who you want to be once you arrive. Last season, we encouraged you to set one short-term goal and one long-term goal. Did you accomplish the short-term goal? Are you using it as motivation to achieve the long-term goal? If you didn't, it's never too late. Start now. If we are going to truly change our mindset, it's important to be honest with ourselves. What is lacking in our life? What do you need less of in your life? And what do you need more of in life? Sometimes we look to other sources and other people for our fulfillment when we really should look within. Our primary source for everything above all else should be God. After we receive his leading, then look to yourself. Maybe you need to adopt a more positive mindset, a more forgiving mindset, a more gracious mindset, a more open-minded mindset. When we have thought one way for decades, it is a difficult task to begin to think differently. But if you are determined to experience life differently, you have to first see yourself differently. The world has changed, but that has nothing to do with the pandemic. The world is ever changing and technology, science, social media, and modernity will continue to change our world. You don't have to keep up pace with the pace of the world. You just need to decide what it will take to fuel you, to ignite you, and to help you soar in this next season of your life. Maybe you're comfortable with the way your life is at this precise moment, but do you want it to remain this way for the next 20 years, the next 30 years, the next 50 years? We should engage in a daily process by which our minds are renewed day by day. Every day is a fresh start and God has given us agency to ensure we are active players in the games of our own life. Alice Walker poignantly said, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. What do you do daily determines how you think, what you see, and ultimately where you land. Romans 12 and two reminds us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, 
that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It may seem as if you are stuck and you may actually be in a season of in-between, but your mindset doesn't have to be stuck. Discover what can happen when you put these three things into practice on a daily basis. The only way we can begin every day knowing we have a fresh start is to begin every day completely fresh. When you awaken, you should take part in freeing your mind and allowing your mind, body, and spirit to receive what the new day will bring. For me, this includes devotion, study, prayer, and meditation. It is imperative that I spend the first hour of my day in complete solitude with God, in full meditation with him, aligning my mindset with his. I need clarity on what the day holds and I need clarity on what I expect from myself in each day. You too need to begin each day in meditation to set your expectations and intentions for the day. What do you hope to gain from this day? What are your expectations from yourself in this day? What goals have you set out to accomplish in the current day? Quiet meditation not only helps you to focus on what lies ahead, but it also reminds you what's most important. Paul tells the Philippians, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Meditation does not give room for negative thinking. It only has space for positive and life-affirming thoughts. Begin your day with renewed thinking. Make time for meditation. The scripture says we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. If we make time for meditation, then it will give way for transformation. The more positive thinking our thinking becomes, the more we will begin to see positive change in our lives. Our attitude will change, our actions will change, and eventually our position will become transformed. What we process internally will reflect itself externally and transformation will begin to occur. When we are determined to transition from stuck to soaring, then transformation becomes a natural part of the process. However, we must understand that before anything else can become transformed in our lives, we must first become transformed. We will never be elevated before we are ready. God always prepares for the place before we actually arrive. Transformation is a steady process and we often can't see it taking place, but that doesn't mean it isn't happening. Others may even notice it before we do. Stay the course anyway. If in a day's time you only make baby steps, those baby steps are worth it. If you fall, but you manage to get back up, the accomplishment is still worth it. Our minds and spirits have to be transformed before our bodies get the signal. So don't relinquish your power just because you don't see results. Trust the transformation. As you transform into the person who will be ready to soar, you must be equipped to activate the changes you desire to see in your life. There are many times people want to move from stuck to soaring and they begin the process. 
But when it's time to actually activate, they fail. They don't fail because they tried. We all do that. They fail because they never tried at all. Do you know how many people have invented things but never placed them on the market for us? How many programs have been created but those programs are continuing to sit on someone's computer just waiting for someone to hit the submit button? If starting is the hardest part of the process, then finishing is the second hardest. The reason why people get stuck is because they get caught in the middle and forget to activate. They get discouraged, they get frustrated, they get tired, they get fearful. All of these reasons plus others will cause people to deactivate rather than to activate. I told you in a previous season how much Charnel loved her Nikes and how her constant wear of them were a constant reminder for me of their genius slogan, just do it. Activation can be scary and it can be difficult, but don't overthink it. In the morning, once you've had your meditation, if you believe you've experienced transformation, then just do it. Get out of the bed and begin to activate. Get moving and get motivated. Start practicing what you hope will become the reality of your life. Nothing is easy, but many times it may not be as hard as you think either. Allow yourself the full opportunity for activation. It's fascinating to watch whenever NASA launches a rocket into outer space. After the countdown, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, the rocket launches. And after minutes, we can no longer detect the rocket because of the speed at which it is traveling. I feel many of us think our lives will change instantly, just like the rockets. We will go from stuck to soaring in mere minutes or in a twinkling of an eye. Of course, it is possible. God is a miracle worker. He can change things just like that. However, most often we ascend like airplanes. The plane has a steady climb to 10,000 feet and passengers can feel that incline. They can see what is beneath them for a period of time until they can't see it. The airline attendant then comes on the air and says, we've reached a cruising altitude of 10,000 feet. Most people then settle into their flight. However, the airplane keeps climbing. It climbs to 30,000 feet, but the airline attendant never comes back to say, we've reached 30,000 feet. It just happens. That's how life is. We do move from stuck to soaring, but gradually and with intention, with a positive mindset, with proper perspective, and with meditation, transformation, and activation on a daily basis. We have about 15 days left in 2022. When the clock changes to midnight on December 31st, will you still be in the same year or will your mindset change and will you experience the rebirth that a new year will bring? The choice is yours. Make the right one. We're praising God for your fresh start. We are rejoicing over your renewed mindset. We are celebrating Jesus all week, all day. You should too. Remember to surround yourself with goodness. And if you want to help us spread cheer, we'd love to have you for blankets and breakfast. We can't wait to see you next week. Cue the Christmas music. We love having you and thank you so much for watching. But before you go, we love to pray for you. 
God, thanks so much for the people in my army. Help us to remember we can all go from stuck to soaring as long as you are the pilot. Thanks so much for watching. We love you. We can't wait to see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.ascministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time. Music